out on people this is the real talk real walk family and we are back again with yet another episode come on another episode where we come to free the realness that's it another episode of can i chime in (laughs) come on Another episode of Talk To Me Now, so don't talk at all. That's it, that's it, that's it. Another episode of Do You Know Who I Am? Hallelujah. Another episode where Aura comes to help you out with your dilemmas. Oh, Lord. here we go. <laughs> Another episode of Don't Have Meaty Sex in Marriage. That's right, that's facts. <laughs> Back with myself, Gabs. And your girl, Aura. And obviously, Iman's not here today, but he sends his love. You know, Iman, these passes, they'll be busy, man. <laughs> They've got priorities and that. So me and it are going to fly the flag. Come on, come on, come on. But Eman misses you and he's upset that he can't be here. So he sends his greetings. Wow, I sound like a pastor. Like, you know when pastors <laughs> announce like, oh, you know, the main pastor's not here. Not here today. But he sends we have his... a guest speaker. <laughs> <laughs> he sends his love. He's thinking about you all. Um, right, so we're starting this series, guys. Firstly, my manners. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, or wherever, wherever you are currently listening. Um, we're starting a series. In fact, Aura, can you? Why don't you just give them a little ginger whilst I look for this first dilemma? <laughs> okay, so this series is gonna be a newlywed series. Shout out to all my newlywed people. Shout out to all my engaged people that are about to be newlywed. And shout out to all my married people that have been married a few years. And shout out to all my single people too, because one day, by God's grace, you'll be a newlywed and you'll be listening and you'll be like, thank God for Aura and Iman and Gabs because they freed the real. You're going to hear some stuff that you probably never heard before. This is no marriage counselling, but we're going to give you our honest and open experiences about life, about sex, which is what we're talking about today. And yeah, just to piggyback off our sex series as well. We got a really good dilemma from a, a young lady who is newly wed and she was having some troubles. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to get real. We're going to get open. This is for my my ladies, my sisters, especially if you are a virgin and you're getting married and you're getting married as a virgin and you want to know what sex is going to be like, how to have good sex, etc., etc. We're going to be talking about it today. So, Gabs, come through with a dilemma. We're going to talk about it. Oh, lovely intro. I like that, man. Thank you. Thank you I like your maturity. (laughs) Very calm and peaceful. Um, Right. So, firstly, thank you to the lovely sister that sent in a dilemma. We really do appreciate you, your boldness and your courage to send us such a thing. Um, Obviously, like Ori said, we're doing a series on the newlyweds. So, if anybody has any sort of questions or a dilemma regarding... um, being a newly wedded couple, by all means, reach out to us, either Insta, Twitter, or, or reach out to us directly. Um, and we'll happily see if we can cover them because we've got quite a few people who sent in messages asking me to talk about being newly wedded. Um, so I thought, you know, it kind of does make sense to kind of speak on this and do a whole series on it. I'm obviously not going to read everyone's messages because I think there's a couple of people that basically sent the same thing. You know, hey, Gabs, can you talk about this, etc., etc. Um, however, we'll read the first one because this is what we're here to talk about on this episode. And it says, good morning, Real Talk, Real Walk team. Really enjoying listening to your podcast. Thank you for that. Really do appreciate you for listening. Um, I can see you're in the virginity series. I may have missed this, so please ignore my suggestion if you've already spoken about this. Would you be able to do an episode on how people deal with having sex for the first time, particularly women? I just got married as a virgin recently and a few of my friends too and we realised that we had not heard a lot about other women's first time and some of our experiences were quite harrowing. 
By the way, when I was read this, I proper went to the dictionary to Google what heroin means. You don't know what heroin means. <laughs> I know now. You didn't I know go to now. School. Come on. Don't smack me. I know now. <laughs> um, especially as older brides in their thirties, and even for women who have abstained for a long time, the pain and discomfort and feeling like you're broken, and not knowing how long it will take for the sexual experience be less painful. I think it's an interesting one. I think it's definitely an interesting dilemma. Finish it because there's more oh, to it. Oh, is there it. more? Yeah. She says, of course it gets much better with practice, but the initial stages we really didn't feel prepared for and can leave people feeling demoralised. As there is pressure to make sure your husband is a piece as well. If you've done this topic already, please let me know what episode. Um, yeah, we haven't done this episode. We haven't done this topic. So yeah, let's get into it. I think firstly, if you haven't gone, if you haven't listened, if you haven't listened to the Virginity uh, series, that's the one we recently just completed. So by all means, go and check it out. It's pretty a good one, and it kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today. Um, so, all right, obviously, being a woman, um, Here we go. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's only right we start with you. It's only right you, uh, you, you get the seat warm and and, and kick things off. Okay, so as I've said and mentioned a few times before on this podcast, I was a virgin when I got married. So this lady's um, story and this message is something that I can relate to. And I'm just trying to think, do I want to, do I want to, I'm going to be real, but how real do I want to, do I want to, do I want to put all my business out there? Probably not. Put the business that you, <laughs> put the business your husband is happy with you putting out um, there. Well, it's n- none of, it's my business, like it's nothing to do with him. He was amazing. Um... So yeah, it's not it's not gonna be anything that he wouldn't he wouldn't want me to say or anything like that. But I would say that I can I can relate to this woman's experience. However, I I got into it knowing what to expect. I knew from my friends who were virgins when they got married or who um who were who were sexually active that it was not necessarily going to be the most comfortable thing. And they also gave me practical tips as well. So um Yes, if you are a woman and you're a virgin and you're getting married and you're going to be having sex for the first time, what a lot of people don't tell you is that it's probably not going to be that comfortable and it's probably not going to be that great initially. And also, it might take you a few times to actually get it right. And when I mean get it right, I mean for actual penetration to be able to take place comfortably. Um, it might take like two or three goes because it can be very, very painful. Mm. Um, on a practical level, I think one of the best things that you could probably do for yourself. Before we get to the advice, when you had that conversation with your friends, what did that conversation look like? They just told me, yeah, it's going to hurt. Or like it took us, like one of my friends who'd got married a couple of years before me told me that it, it took her and her husband like two or three times to get mm. it right. So thank God I knew this because that was that I had a similar experience in that it wasn't just all systems go from the beginning so mm. I knew what to expect and when it happened to me mm. I didn't feel like because I think she mentioned um, feeling like like you fell did she say that? I don't want to broken yeah that's it feeling broken I didn't have that experience because I I heard from other people that it, it took them a few times to get it right. Mm. So for me, I was just like, oh, eventually it's gonna, it's, we're going to get there. It's frustrating, I'm mm. not going to lie. Do we think that's the case for all virgins? No, it's not the case for all virgins. Obviously, there's some physiological differences, so it would depend on your your personal physiolo- physiology. And also, less, not to be crude or anything, but I do think also the size of the man's penis might make a difference mm. as well like, i know it's not how 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 what size it is it's how you use it and all of mm. that kind of stuff mm. yes but obviously 
from a practical perspective, especially if you're a virgin, the size of your husband's penis might also affect how easily how easy it is for penetration to take place mm. on the first time. Is um the hymen breaking linked to any of this at all? Yeah, it is. So um, for a lot of people, it, well, most girls will have a hymen that when you have sex for the first time will break. So mm. the actual penetration or the force of the penetration will cause your hymen to break. Mm. However, having a hymen that's not intact isn't necessarily evidence that you are not a virgin. So some mm. people, especially if you're very um, physically active, if you've done gymnastics or horse riding, for example. Yeah, because your hymen can break before having sex, Yeah, right? a lot of people, for some people, the hymen can break before having sex. Mm. And if, that's, if you're one of those people, it might be a bit more... Um, comfortable for you the first time if your hymen has already been broken yeah yeah or even things like if you've used a tampon and you find it quite comfortable to use a tampon like when you're on your um cycle then that might also make it make it a bit easier for you to have sex for the first time because mm. by um using a tampon it's obviously the same um hole that the penis would go into when you're having sex so you've probably like done a bit of work to mm. um make it less tense for when mm. you actually have sex for the first time okay okay um, what was it going back to what you were saying before? What was your experience like then? Your first time, your so first experience? for me, I was one of those. I fell into the category of women that it didn't um, happen straight away in terms of like it took a couple of attempts for, for me to actually for us to actually be able to get it right because it was painful. So it wasn't because like, and I was I knew what to expect. So we were going in like we were lubricated, I was relaxed. Like it, it got to a point, my husband, like the first time. We obviously tried on our wedding night. Mm. We were really tired and we probably weren't, um, how do I explain it? We probably weren't as relaxed because mm. for me, it was like, okay, I've waited this long, let's, let's just go. get this done. You could have <laughs> waited, boy, the when wedding you're, night. <laughs> and obviously, if, if, if you're a virgin and you're trying to have sex for the first time, it's probably not a good idea to try and rush it like that. Mm. It's probably a good idea to, to, to be warmed up, to make sure that you have a lot of... Um, foreplay so that I was gonna ask did you do that we did but uh, I'm, I'm like how much <laughs> this <laughs> is like, a total reward baby girl you better speak you better speak what do I want to re- say and what do I not want to say the reason why I'm asking yeah let me be angel's advocate small the reason why I'm asking whilst I understand and I do agree with obviously what this girl's saying what you're saying this I'm trying to look at things holistically and I try to caveat um this situation and I think to myself how much foreplay is being done for a woman's first experience? Exactly. And like I said, I, I was marrying someone who wasn't a virgin. So, and my husband was very gracious and very um, gentle with me. So it wasn't like he was pressuring me to do anything. Mm. And anything I didn't feel comfortable doing for the first time, he was so good, you know. He mm. was like, is this comfortable? If I wanted him to stop, he would stop. So it wasn't it wasn't a matter of like, oh, um, he's raring to go mm-hmm. and he knows that like, it's my first time, let's just get it. And he wasn't like that. So mm. I would say that I had a fairly positive experience and yet I still, it was still uncomfortable and it was still painful and we still didn't get it right on the first attempt. And that was, like I said, before play. So <laughs> do you want, what do you, what exactly do you want? What kind of answer do you want here? Because <laughs> I'm like, do you want me to tell you exactly what we did? But I don't want to do that. <laughs> I have to kind of, I have to kind of be a bit respectful, but also like. Okay, how um, long was the foreplay? Let's say... It's quite interesting. I'm not going to go off topic too much, but they do say, like, the foreplay should be la- should but last longer than the penetration. could be anything. So it could be, like, you take a shower together, which I think we actually did. I think it was... That's what I'm saying. Like, I had a good 
first time experience and yet the practicalities of it were still painful like i think we 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 um we got married obviously went to the hotel mm. and then it was like okay let me take off my makeup and i think we showered i think we had a shower together or something mm. like that so in terms of like we were comfortable around each other's bodies and obviously that happened and obviously the kissing but we had already kissed we we didn't kiss for the first time when we got married we had already mm. been kissing um so the foreplay i don't even know how long it was but it was obviously something that had started from when we got back to the hotel from mm. the shower mm. all the way until the actual attempt to penetrate mm. and yet it was still an uncomfortable experience for me so without um going into too much detail yeah is there a difference between your foreplay when you first got married and your foreplay now? 100%. But number one, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what my husband likes. He knows what for, I like. Forget, forget what you're doing. Because obviously you was the virgin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of... Because what you're saying is he made you feel comfortable, etc., etc. I imagine this is obviously the foreplay and everything concluded. Um, his foreplay, has that changed from over the years? Yes, because obviously for him, he would have been doing what he knew to work in the past for for other people, mm. but he didn't know me. And so could that maybe have contributed to the nun not fully opening up as much as it nah, should have? No, the nun wasn't opening because it was tight, because it was the first time I had sex. That's just the practicalities of it all. It wasn't because... That's what I'm saying. Like, I actually... like If I think about now and then, mm. the prelude or the foreplay... The foreplay is different because we do different things because, like I said, now I know what I like, he mm. knows what I like, and I know what he likes. So it's like, we don't need to spend time working that out. We can just get straight to it. Mm. But I've lost my train of thought because I can't remember the question you asked. So you see where you're currently at with foreplay? Yeah. If this was the case when you first got married, would you still have experienced this problem? I think so because... All that would have made me, all that would have done is made it, made me like, made it a bit easier on mm. entry because maybe I would have been a bit more wet. But mm. there's still like scientifically That's what I'm and Anna. Don't fumble the English now because I'll ask you, did you go to school. <laughs> scientifically and physiologically, as in the way my, our bodies are made up, especially as women, I don't know. I think for the majority of people, the first time you have sex as a woman is going to be uncomfortable, mm. regardless of whether you're whether you've done foreplay, whether you're well lubricated, there's going to be an element of it that's not that comfortable. Mm. In so what my we're saying opinion. is you just have to accept it? Yeah. Jeez. But that being said, <laughs> there are ways to make it easier. And like I said, I think I had a pretty good experience despite the fact that it was obviously painful. Mm. In, in that the environment was calm. I was mm. with, having sex with somebody that I loved who was careful, who was gentle and who wasn't trying to rush me mm. and we could kind of build up to it mm. so if it didn't work the first time or it didn't work the next day, i remember so obviously the first time it wasn't that successful it was quite uncomfortable then i remember the second time we tried again and like i'm not that i'm advocating for drinking but my husband was like yeah let's 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 have a drink or something because that mm. will relax you that will make it easier Whoa, it's not like and a cute <laughs> ceremony it's it not... wasn't like a ceremony like <laughs> that or anything cute. like that but he was like okay maybe next time you yeah. know oh. have a drink so that you're a bit more relaxed he's my and you're guy not thinking you know about... <laughs> yes my husband is a lovely guy and you're not thinking about um well, you you're not, yeah, up. you're not thinking because sometimes as well they say like the more relaxed you are, the easier it is because if you're a bit tense, generally even like when that's like with everything with a smear test or even with with labour, like mm. any whenever you're tense, your body is is more stressed, so it's not anything that you're trying to do for the first time or trying to enter, it's not gonna help. So obviously mm. the second time, you know, there was a bit of alcohol. Not that I was drunk or anything, but I'd had a bit of alcohol to you know loosen up the um 
the body a bit and it still didn't work. Mm. It wasn't, I think it was like the third time because mm. it was really painful and it was really uncomfortable. I I, <laughs> I know not everyone would agree with but I remember like, I was like, okay, this is, this is day two now. We need to, you know, we need to get this thing going. Mm. And like, we actually had to pray and be like, God, please, because I don't know. <laughs> we actually did. Like, I did anyway. No, we yeah. did. We prayed together because I was just wow, like, what the heck, cheap, man? man? This has been two days. And I, at this point, that's why I can understand and relate to what this girl is saying um, mm. about feeling broken. Because not that I felt broken or anything, but I was just like, I don't understand why mm. this is not working. You know, and the third time it was, it, we were able to, to do the needful. And mm. obviously it's, it only goes up from there. So, yeah, I would say that I had, as someone who had a relatively good experience, it was still uncomfortable and painful for me. And I don't was think you, people talk about that enough. Was you, Yeah, I agree. I agree, to be fair. I, I, and I think it comes back to the church that was talking about sex, and that probably makes people uncomfortable to speak about such things. Um, was you purely virgin? Yeah, yeah. Purely? <laughs> In terms of, I hadn't been, like, I hadn't had penetrative sex. I don't know what I, I guess purely it, virgin you're... I guess it comes down to def- people's definition of virgin. But in terms of handjob, well, Fing- a little t- a young <laughs> finger. Um, I wasn't purely virgin in that sense, no. <laughs> Have you been, so you'd been fingered before, yeah? Uh, yeah. So on that, on that, how does a man finger well, woman? Had I? I don't even remember. I actually don't remember. I don't think. Right, I don't we'll, take, think we'll take you out there. I don't think I had been. I wasn't purely purely virgin, but I don't think I had. I personally, anyway, don't even. That's not something that I particularly enjoy generally. Or being fingered. Yeah, like I don't think the girls gonna come for you. <laughs> I know some girls. No, I've, I've actually seen on Twitter that apparently a lot of girls feel the same way. I thought really? it was me that ba- I don't like. Not being... not for you, but generally, I think it's because the men don't know where the clit is. That's but... what I was about to say because a lot of people will finger and they will, they think that fingering is about digital penetration. So uh, digital being your fingers, your digits, like actually putting your your finger. Oh, up. inside. Yeah, oh, yeah but yeah, yeah. that type of fingering. Most people will tell you that's not cute. In fact, even mm. penetration, penetrative sex for, for women in general, it's good. Mm. But it's like, I was listening to a podcast this week and the lady, she's a sex therapist. And the lady was saying that for a majority of women, penetrative sex mm. is literally just like, it's equivalent to like having your knee rubbed. So it's like, oh, what? okay, it's nice. But it's not like you're not going to orgasm from that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about the start. Oh, yeah. I know women aren't really orgasm from penetration. Exactly. Like so in terms of enjoying sex anyway, it's not really about the penetration for women. It's about clitoral stimula- stimulation. Mm. Man, they know where the clit is. And um, not even just know where it is. Know, know how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. I, agree, I agree with that. I do agree with that. And I think that's probably why people on Twitter are saying they don't, some people might say they don't like being fingered probably because men don't know where the clit is or they don't know what to do with it. Or they're just but being they're scratching, fingered is actually scratching more about like exactly, but that's probably more what fingering actually is. But what scratching and none? No, but putting things. Some people like having fingers up their vagina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If, that, if, that's technically the definition of fingering. Some girls will like that, like the roughness in it. Do yeah, I mean? but clitoral but stimulation it can't just, it can't is probably more that. is more important, especially if you're a virgin and you're having sex for the first, or you're new in your sex experiences. Mm. Clitoral stimulation is probably the best way to go. Yeah, exactly. and I think that's why I'm I'm kind of thinking, if a woman is co- completely virgin, like the nana has never been touched, the clit has never been seen, it's never been touched, then I definitely understand that. Oof, my sister, you're in for a tough time. <laughs> you're in for a rocky road. But if like you know the woman has given a man hand job, he yeah, returns the favor. Yeah, but even if you've had, even if you've given people hand jobs, it's not. That's not really gonna no, as help if, you. If, with penetration. Relax. If he returns the favour, 
and I gives her a cheeky finger, I would think surely these things will, will lead Not necessarily to because... the wetness. Do you know what I mean? If you think a woman right, uh, it could lead to... I don't want to talk too much about my first time or experiences personally. You can talk generally. But not necessarily because I think that it might help it. Like, first of all, it's not if it's not wet enough, it's n- nothing you do is going to be that comfortable. And secondly, there's a difference between having, like, maybe two or three fingers inside you versus an actual penis with girth and, mm. and depth. Like, it's not necessarily but the we're same trying to make, thing. we're trying to make a woman wet, though. How does, a, how does a man make a woman wet? I think for like I think people under first of all people underestimate that sexual intimacy like sexual intimacy isn't just the um, penetration penetration or even the actual like foreplay can be a lot of different things. It's all about being sensual and and doing things that will arouse you in lots of different ways. So for example, some people like having their nipples played with that might help them get wet, or having their ears tickled, or being whispered, and or even just being close to one another. Give us the listen, knowledge, or give us the knowledge. <laughs> I'm not even. This is just general. Like, lots of different things can lead to arousal. It doesn't have to be like, okay, fine, he, he's got his fingers inside you. So that, that obviously, clitor- clitoral stimulation will be... I think that's probably a man's go-to, isn't it? I yeah, and I don't necessarily think that that's always the best way to start if you're a virgin. Lots of I don't think things. so. I'm um, a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of foreplay. Yeah, let's I'm talk about your experience then. I think foreplay... <laughs> we always talk about my experience. <laughs> have you taken some... Did you take your wife's virginity? No, no. Okay, then you're yeah, not going to be the great. Yeah, I can't relate. Yeah, and that was, she, she took yours. Yeah. So you wouldn't have yet. Because yeah, I, 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 I was going to say, like, just out of interest, from a guy's perspective, because I think that's also important to talk about, is how the man treats you. Some guys, especially if a guy's a virgin, I would imagine that he would just go straight in. But even, and I that is not going to help anybody. Why? I don't understand why. When because I had sex for the first time, I, I, I wasn't thinking, oh, yeah, let me go straight in. And I think that's probably the problem that um, men so have. So what kind of what kind of experience did you have? Because I've really freed my business. <laughs> so let's make this a little bit less awkward. Or else I'm trying to drag someone else down <laughs> yeah. in the mud. I hear it. <laughs> if I'm going down, you're coming down with me. You see me, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your first time and let's talk about like how that was. You see me, I don't have sex for myself. I don't like when I have sex, it's not about me. I sound I sound like a pick me though. No, I get that. No, because I get a lot of the time, especially in marriage, it's about making your, your partner happy. But that's usually I think that usually comes like later. For me, it came from day one. And like I was saying in the Virginity series in the first episode, and it got misconstrued like crazy. <laughs> but generally my mindset is how can I please my wife? That's that's like my most important well, thing. Well then I think that most husbands, more husbands should be thinking like that when when taking someone's virginity for the first time because mm. I think that it makes like I said that was more or less my experience and it made a massive difference mentally. Mm. Um I, I think, think it's, on, sorry. if you're a guy and you're just trying to go from one go from 0 to 100 and go from a, a little lips in to straight into penetration that's not going to work and that's also quite low key inconsiderate to your wife if she's a virgin like mm. if you're taking someone's virginity and just trying to go rough and ready and just insert the thing inside the hole it's not going to be nice mm. no I agree I think that's where the men are, I think that's where the men are going wrong yeah that's what I was going to say and even, um, even my conversations with, with Captain he reminded me today sometimes I think sex is overrated personally <laughs> what you said that <laughs> <laughs> Nah, like we be we life. be having conversations and he thinks I think sex is overrated because of the things I've said to him in the past. What have you said? I'm interested. Remember, I've been a virgin, I was a virgin for 24 years. So what did you say that made people think that's it? I don't like, think so- like my mates used to think, right, Cabs, like are you gay? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas for me, I just think it's not, bro, it's not that Do deep. Do you know bro. what though? One thing I've learned in marriage, penetration, by the way, is like it's not that deep. I agree with that, but then I'm a woman. But one thing I've learned in marriage, I think that the church 
especially um, the message that they send in general is that men love sex and they want to have sex all the time. Everything is sex, 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 sex. Yeah, it's not true, and, man. And this is part of the Newlywed series and this is one of the things, the things I had to learn is that it's not true. Like, <laughs> sometimes they have other things on their mind. Sometimes they're just tired. Sometimes they don't want to... Ha- and it doesn't mean, like, I think the church has done women and even men also a disservice in teaching a lot of the teaching that you hear in the church about men is that they're sexual beings they're visual creatures and that that the visual the visual creatures is probably true but they're sexual beings they're visual creatures if your man wants to have sex you have to have sex with him you cannot deny it blah 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 xyz and i think that the church has done women and men a disservice by constantly teaching that because the reality is that not it's not that deep for most men like some like some men yeah they want to have sex a lot but it's also not that deep like mm. when other things are happening or generally anyway so men let's say the majority of men get married in their late 20s early 30s men's sex drive generally decreases as they get older and a woman's sex drive will generally increase as she gets older so therefore already scientifically by telling women or telling the church that men want to have sex all the time the church has already done us a disservice because our expectations when we enter marriage and when we talk about sex is that if I don't put out, my husband's not going to be happy. If I don't do this, my husband's not going to be happy. It's not like that. It's not always like that. It's not. It's just not that deep. Mm. And there are other ways to build intimacy that lead to better sex anyway. And that's something I've had to learn as well. Mm, I hear that. I think with the whole um, man's sex drive decreases as you get older, I think it's different for me. I think it's worked out the other way around. And I think it's probably because I was a virgin for so long. So yeah, I didn't, that's true. I, I didn't really true, have yeah. like a... Like my sex drive was quite low when I got married, if I'm honest. My sex drive was quite low. I didn't have sex until 24 years. So there wasn't there wasn't that drive, that desire to penetrate. Everything else, so yeah, I, I would love a cheeky hand job. Absolutely. <laughs> I would love... Yeah, sometimes so I mean, In school, that. I used sometimes to love girls sitting in my lap. That, yeah. I would, like, I'm, a nas- I'm a yes guy all the way. <laughs> Ass all the way, do you know what I mean? Um, but in terms of penetration itself... I used to think, yeah, look, it's not that serious to me. I'm like, Gabs, imagine it's time to have sex and you put your penis in the wrong hole. I'm screwed. Like, I'm finished. They're going to laugh at me at school. So them them sort of things probably put me off having penetration. Yeah. So there wasn't necessarily that much of uh, of a high sex drive. It's only when I started knacking, that's when the sex <laughs> drive started like, yeah, increasing. This is good. Let's keep knacking. L- literally. That's what I thought. <laughs> I rah, hear like, that I, loud and clear. I've been missing out on this for 20 or how many so years? I hear that loud and clear. That's when things started going. <laughs> that's when I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about now. Because obviously, I wasn't really doing this before. And I didn't know what it felt like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm naturally quite strong-minded. I'm quite strong-willed. Um you can put yourself in front of me. I'm not going to think, oh my gosh, I want to have sex with you. Someone can show me a half-naked woman on Instagram. I'm not going to get excited as <laughs> half-naked woman. But I think obviously in, in marriage, I think at that point, that's when the sex drive increased. And it's probably because I was actively having sex often. Do you know what I mean? Like honeymoon, was like rabbits. For the first couple of years, we were literally like rabbits. Um, and I think this is probably why my sex drive probably increased. But obviously for most men, it's probably not like that. And a also, lot of men probably have sex from time to 16. There's a lot of pressure to be having a lot of sex when you first get married, and that might not necessarily be the case. We can we can, we can get onto that. We can get onto that. Um, but yeah, so going back, I do I do think um, when it comes to sex and how our minds, how men's minds think when it comes to sex is very very important, especially if you if a man is dealing with a woman that's a virgin. Well, regardless whether she's virgin or not, I think 
we probably do need to be a bit more selfless when it does come to sex. And I'm a I'm an advocate of foreplay. I think foreplay should last longer than I penetration. I agree. I think foreplay is probably like the main act, and and penetration is like the finale. Yeah, penetration's like dessert. Yeah, yeah, literally. I don't think we should. Why are we penetrating for forty minutes? I don't understand. Who that. does that? This is what this is what some people be saying. Eee, maybe in rounds, but. Straight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, maybe yeah. forty minutes of rounds, like I don't collectively. It, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible for you to penetrate for so yeah, long I didn't think that's without a man <laughs> coming. That doesn't make no 40 sense. Forty minutes. Who said that? It's impossible. You know, so, but I think the people that do that, the men are on drugs, though. That's what I think. Has to be. Because Has to be. I don't know how you're doing stroke after stroke after stroke and you're not coming. Something minutes. is wrong with your penis. If if if, <laughs> if you're stroking that long. <laughs> And nothing's happening. Ay, ay, ay. Something is generally wrong with your penis if that's what's going on. Yo, that's I think, crazy. I think there's a problem. I think 15 minutes, get in and get out of there. Penetration? Yeah. Or, um... Penetration. On, only penetration. You think so? I think in 15 minutes, get in and get out. Because I think... 15 minutes, even for me, I think 15 minutes of penetration is long. As a woman, it, yeah, it personally, I don't long. want that for 15 minutes. Why? Give me like seven minutes. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> or penetration. I'm not talking about... Yeah, just play, penetration. Give me seven minutes max and I'm Why? okay. Ah, oh, 15 minutes is a lot. For I a hear woman. it, I hear it. Are you it's, coming in them seven minutes though? Mean, but I, I probably wouldn't come from penetration anyway. Oh, I would have okay, okay. got mine already or I would have get okay. it afterwards. But in afterwards. seven, if he's done and he still wants to make me happy, he I can. Hear it. Yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. You know, most men don't. Once they've come, they go to sleep. It depends on how, they, yeah, true. A lot it's of men, quite they, tiring, just, they turn yeah, over. Yeah, literally, when we release, well, we're yeah, wounded. That's, that's <laughs> the thing with men. And that's, and this is the thing, especially like when, for the women, for the woman who's talking about sex, like in the beginning, I think a lot of, it's very easy. I think we said this in our sex episode, how men, they get their, they get their fix and that's it. They just mm. fall over and turn over. So then the woman's forgotten. Mm. Yeah, she's already been experiencing something that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like men, you need to talk to your brothers and tell them to stop paying attention to their wives. This is what I'm trying to say here. This is what I'm trying to say here. I'm an advocate for foreplay. So give us give us some, some practical foreplay tips then. Foreplay is very, very me? important because once you get a non-wet, your penetration should be very, very simple. True, true. Which it's is why the seven easier. minutes I hear it. Seven minutes I hear it. I'll probably hear the seven minutes. Yeah, because seven I minutes think is ideal. Nothing more, nothing. I'm okay. If less, I, ground, I even isn't manage it? less. But, but I, don't think I, I don't think I need any more than seven I minutes. Please. I think obviously you change the positions, that takes time. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't have to that yeah. easy. But the seven minutes all together, all together yeah. of Ch- the actual penetration, not including the, the change of positions, maybe that's okay. Yeah, including all the positions. Yeah, like if you fine. do like six positions, for example, yeah, all of the changing, that's blah, 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 blah. I think all that needs to be factored in. But I think. Uh, a foreplay, you can do foreplay for as long as you want. 20 exactly. minutes, 25 minutes. It's all different things. Obviously, like you mentioned, going in a shower together, them sort of things help. Yeah, and I think it would um, be great if a lot of people, first-timers especially, focus more on that element of things. What, going in a shower or no, foreplay? Just, well, oh, yeah, foreplay I agree. in general, that could include, which would include something like This is what I was saying together. in the beginning, because I think, obviously, if certain foreplay measures are put in place, one would think, yeah, the nun's going to open up a little bit. It's going to get a little bit It wet. would, but obviously, like I said, f- like physiologically, it's not going to... No matter how wet you are, the first time you have sex, it's it's probably going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. Not, well, I don't have a choice. I'm not a woman. I've never experienced such. But I definitely do hear that, and I definitely do understand. Obviously, we can just do certain things generally. So even if it's not your first time, because somebody could be listening to this thinking, I've been married for six months and it's still hurting. Um... Oh, so and as for that, then that's when it's just like, right, what's going on? But I think for a man, I think it's very, very important and to you know prepare the ground. I would say as well, though, for a woman, in terms of to ease ease the pain, I think in the beginning, 
have I know I said that there's a lot of pressure to be having sex all the time and I do think that's true but also I think the more regularly you have sex not leaving long gaps in between it because you're dreading it I think it makes it a lot easier mm. yeah true because you get used to it quicker and it's almost like it, you're stretching yourself out mm. because you're frequently having sex in the beginning and I think give it six months of very frequent sex after six months it's not going to hurt anymore and then the next it thing shouldn't, it, actually, shouldn't. it shouldn't hurt but it depends unless on the type you've of got vaginismus which is actually okay. very important to talk about here before mm. I forget <laughs> but that's that, actually we'll a medical that. condition mm. um, so that's something completely separate I think, I think it depends on how they're having sex to be honest and I think the man's role here is very very important I think the man's role is very very key which is why I'm an advocate for men preparing the ground. And I think, obviously, women have sex with their minds, innit? I think for, for, for men, it's all physical. Like it's, Everything's physical. Literally, we can come in four strokes and, and we're, we're literally done. <laughs> I agree. Or we got put a woman in doggy, her wives in doggy, and that's it. We're, it's, gay, it's lights out. <laughs> it's lights out. But I think, I think for a woman, it's different, which is why we have to prepare the woman's mind, prepare the ground, I, I, I call it. That's obviously ensuring that your mind is ready. And I think that's why it comes down to things like sexting throughout the day. Um, yeah, I agree. Them, them sort of things. And I think them things kind of prepare her, prepare her mind for what's about to come. But men, <laughs> don't sext your wife and not deliver because that's a damn shame. But I think just things like, you know, sexting throughout the day, them sort of things help. Obviously, when it comes to the foreplay, like you mentioned, nipple play helps. Sucking on your breast, that one helps. Pro- provided woman like that. Because I know exactly. that so- some women will say, why exactly. am I breastfeeding? But I think, it's, I think it's a woman's childish mindset to think, oh, I shouldn't be breastfeeding my husband because but I think, no milk's going to come out. Do so you know I think what, it's childish. Though, when it comes to sex, there's so many things at play. And even you're saying, oh, the man might be listening to this and go, yeah, let me suck my wife's breast. She's going to love it. But it's like, it's not just about the sucking of the breast it could be about pressure for example again I've, I was listening to a, a podcast this week it's the sex therapist so a lot of what I'm saying here I'm repeating what I heard <laughs> earlier on this week from the sex therapist but she was like talking about um, it could it's, it's about it's everyone likes individual levels of pressure so even when we were talking about fingering or clitoral stimulation some people want to want it to be like they want a lot of pressure like mm. she said it. she compared it to massages and she was like some people they love deep tissue painful massages yeah. that's what they like mm. whereas other people they don't they want a soft touch mm. other people you touch them too softly they get ticklish and mm. i think sex is just like that it's not just about do you know how to to suck breast do you know how to suck clit whatever but it's also about the pressure and that takes time to learn what she likes and you mm. and also especially if you're virgin it takes time for you to learn what you like as well yeah. and also don't be afraid to communicate i think one of the things I was just that, about to say that yeah. um I think a lot of women think they just have to lie there and take it, especially in the beginning, because they're like, oh, let me just get this over quickly. And then once it's done, we can work on making it better. But mm. there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't actually like that. Can you do this? Honestly. Or, like, move a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. Like, I'm very much like that. I think a lot of Christian women think sex is something that is done to them rather than something exactly. that they experience. And exactly. I think that's probably where, where the problem is. But also, I think, yeah, the communication is key because it's down to the man to reassure the woman that, right, you need to enjoy this too. I'll be I'll be very annoyed if my wife's not enjoying sex. You can always tell. You guys can usually always tell as I well. I don't think they can because you women are great. You women are great actors. No. You've been married for how many years, though? But I think also I'm just generally a very honest person. You can see it on my face. Whatever. I'm some thinking. women don't. Some women act for a man's ego. Yeah, that's some women will make fake noise. I don't think there's much. And if you're, do all of that if you're for a woman the man's that ego. does it, I hear it as well. But I don't necessarily think there's much benefit to that for yourself if you're the kind of person that just wants she, to fake she's it. She's probably not thinking about herself. She's thinking about the man's ego. Yeah, but you can only the, do that the, for so long. Eventually, you're going to want to get some too. 
Do you reckon? I think so. There are some women that they're, they're happy just pleasing their husbands. And but then, sex and is to be enjoyed. Like, God made sex to be enjoyed by both men and women. Agreed, but that's what we need to teach these sisters. Well, this it? is what I'm saying. So <laughs> but some women are out here not enjoying They just want to please their husbands, unfortunately. Maybe because the man doesn't know what he's doing. Well, like some women might not have the the confidence to be able to tell it to tell your husband you I actually didn't come you know well. damn it the man's skull <laughs> will be crushed <laughs> and I think also men should be better at receiving negative feedback it's not a personal attack if I said I all didn't come all the best it's not a pers- <laughs> it's not like you said you yourself you said you're very so if your wife gives you negative feedback you get offended she, I thank God she's never given me negative feedback but I'm, I'm sure hundred percent of the time you have been delivering. I deliver, you know. 100% of the time. Okay, maybe it's 97%. Uh-huh, exactly. Nobody delivers 100% in, of the as time. As in, like, before man of God, I've never received, like, negative feedback. But it's you not tell, it doesn't have to be me, negative. Like, no, oh, that was dead. But no, it could but be like, can you move a little bit more to the left? Can you move a little oh, bit more yeah, to the Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I that's like communication. It when you do this. But I'm that's talking, what I'm saying. I'm talking about girls saying, I haven't come yet. Or, I you mean, don't, why don't you make me generally come? Generally speaking, I think that when you're giving negative feedback or even giving any type of feedback, there's a way to say that. So I personally wouldn't be like, I didn't come. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I probably would because I'm saying this because my husband listens to this, he'd probably be like, yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to say that and now be Well, some women might not necessarily like... have the confidence. I think it's important to have the conversations, but I think the reason why men, the reason why women probably do that is to stroke a man's ego because they know that he's going to make noise. That's why a lot of them do, they fake it. If they're not enjoying it, some of them fake it. Yeah, but I don't think, I think, communication is obviously very, very important. Because ultimately, in the long run, he's going to be thinking, yeah, he's doing a great job. He's just going to keep doing what he's, he's doing when you're faking it. Mm. Whereas if you have a communi- if you have an honest conversation and say, well, actually, I didn't like it, and give constructive criticism and be like, I do this, do that, put this much pressure, don't put this much pressure, I think it makes it a better experience for everybody. And you can say something in the moment, like you can be like, maybe that's too much pressure, or I don't like this, or do this, do that. Mm. And another thing as well that helps with penetration, because that's that's the main thing that this um, Q and A was for as well, is like if you yourself like help, so you can. Don't just lie there and let the man do everything. You can guide him in the right direction, into the right hole. You can slowly, like... <laughs> Help this him. is not a sex therapist Help podcast. Help him. Grab so his I'm not, cock I'm put not, it in. Yeah, but quite literally, <laughs> yes, you can help him. You can, you know, you can guide the direction that it's going in to make it easier for you so that he's not just going and it's really painful. But you can be like, okay, slowly, one, two, three. I think that, I find that to be quite helpful. Mm. I think that's quite sexy, personally. If, like, a man and woman is helping each other with exactly what needs to be done. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's quite nice, do you know what I mean? I agree. Like like we see on Twitter, people say, um, he should talk her through her nut. I, I, I think, think those things are probably well, quite solid and quite helpful. That's something that takes time. I mean, we've both been married for, what, four years? So, it's taken time. Yeah, for real. Let's yeah, look, not let me not pretend that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, like, you know, in the first year, these were things that I was doing or I was being more vocal. These things take time. But that's why I think research is very, very important. And I think for me, obviously, and like I said um, in a few episodes before, I think being coming to obviously um, meeting my wife or whatever, being a virgin for so long, that when I got married, that motivated me to proper study, man. Like, That's it proper cute. motivated me to proper research. I don't research. think a lot of guys are like that. They just get their nut and go. Yeah, literally. Especially, obviously, with, um, like you said, obviously, about women not pen- not coming from penetration. I think it starts, like, only, I think 80% of women don't come from penetration. Yeah, it's fire. I think that moves me, man. Because I thought, what the <laughs> hell? All yeah, the reading you've been doing, the research, the watching videos, this is, like, raw. That's actually quite cute. What videos have you been watching? Oh, man. <laughs> Not poor. That's not what I'm That's what I'm asking because I didn't even know that there was videos out there that teach men how to do that kind no, of thing. No, uh, not poor, but I said like, send me the link. I've a, I've a men. Talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> 
As in, like, I watched the video of a man saying, do this, do that, blah, blah, whatever, whatever. But then you have to remember as well, like I said, everybody's different. So yeah, yeah. the man oh, might be saying, do this, sure. do this, do this. It might not necessarily work on your wife. But that's in the, the things you were saying was something that works universally universally yeah is that possible like I he was know, saying like yeah. he was saying like most men are, it's audio there's no visuals but most men are very <laughs> i don't know what that means like the force the pace the thrust this is what i was gonna say but, and especially with the first time fear was it hold on was it so a lot a lot of men are very much thrusting <laughs> do you know what i mean and especially if a man has had bad sex in his past or he's a virgin as well because of what you've seen in Hollywood, he's probably going to think thrust. I and mean, obviously, when a man thrusts, <laughs> when a man thrusts hard, he gets his come, um, he comes quicker. When a man's proper thrusting, thrusting, and I think that's probably why men love doggy so much because when you're thrusting, thrusting, four strokes and game done. <laughs> but obviously, within this video, he was teaching me about the rotating the hips and all that sort of stuff. Whereas I didn't really know, or understand this rotation of hips or all that sort of stuff. I didn't understand the movements and that sort of thing. So I think that was quite helpful. Um, whereas I think the thrusting was obviously was killing me from when I first started having sex personally. <laughs> Your back was hurting you by the time you was done. <laughs> Literally, the stamina, the, the the energy it requires on your abs to be thrusting like crazy is insane. <laughs> I think obviously once I started learning, you know, about the, the rotation, the timing, the movements, all that sort of stuff. That's, that's when one, one started improving. But I think, yeah, it's definitely the researching. I think my, my pastor made us um, mainly get a book, 365 Sex Positions, things I like that was, said, yeah. was was very, very helpful. Listening to, obviously, podcasts, like you listened to a sex therapist the other day. There's a couple that I listen to, and it's definitely helpful, man. Because Yeah, I definitely think it's, it's 100% helpful. But don't try everything, because sometimes the other day... <laughs> Actually, let me know. No, I was gonna say the other day I found a video because <laughs> I follow a few sex therapists on on Instagram and mm. I saw this video. I said to my husband, I said, "Yeah, let's try this." It was not it. Like, no, <laughs> no, it wasn't. You know. So sometimes, like, not everything that you hear, you have to take everything with a pinch of salt. And remember that everybody's unique. Every every individual has their unique preferences, and don't feel bad because things get better with time. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself when I first got married, and even sometimes even up until now to make sure that the sex was always good and to like to try and be this person that I wasn't and I think um, one thing I've learned is just like go with the flow what works for you that might not necessarily work for everyone else don't listen to everyone being like oh you're supposed to have sex five times a week and this that and the other like mm. just do whatever works for you like even on the um that podcast I was talking about that I was listening to they were talking about even just like things down to how often people have sex like you were saying you and your wife are at it like rabbits and she was saying they were saying that um they did research on how often people have sex mm. and there isn't really like a set number. So some couples, maybe it's like two or three times a month, whereas other Juicy. couples, it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Whereas other couples, it was like <laughs> two or three times a week. Mm. Um, and they were like saying that it just depends on what works for a couple. Two, three times a week is a good healthy number. But then but so is two or three times a month. This is what is they were healthy, saying. Yeah? yeah, that's what they were saying. They were uh, like... Not for me and my household. <laughs> but that's what they were saying. They were like, you know... It, it varies from couple to couple and everyone will tell you that they're still happy and they're still having good sex. But are they happy though? They are and that's what that literally seven sex two hours a month? Literally because that's what works for them. This is what this um, that's exactly what this uh, podcast is saying. Works for their schedules saying. or works for them emotionally? Well it could be lots of different things from their, their sex drives to their oh. schedules oh, yeah. if to you, everything. If both parties have a lot of sex drive then yeah two three times a time you might be happy with that to be exactly. fair. Exactly. So it. that's what and that's what um that's what this podcast was saying. She was like, it depends on what works for you, your schedule. And it, and she said that there was no correlation between the couples who were having sex two or three times a month in terms of happiness and how and oh, yeah, quality we, yeah, of the sex. Yeah, we can't quantify the quality. 
yeah, between would, couples you, that have sex. You would sex think, though, that well. if you have sex more, the quality would improve because obviously you should get better. You but should. you still get better regardless, even if you have sex once a month. Yeah, you every, just get better like, after five. It might, it yeah, might, it might, take, yeah, you it might take a bit longer, but it will always, always, always get better with time, 100%. Yeah, I don't know. You just got to think about the pace, and it depends on the sex drive, though, isn't it? Like, if a man's got high sex drive and the sex is meaty for the first couple of years because you don't have sex that often, it could be a bit, you know, detrimental to him. So it's all about it's having conversations and, and I was going to say though I respect that you you tried whatever you saw and it didn't work for you I respect <laughs> that you tried though <laughs> I was like I can't remember what it was you know I'll be trying things I'll be, I see on Twitter that's, I'm gonna lie. that's the thing I, that's what I'm saying I do that too my husband will send me something he's like yeah let's try this we'll try it and it's yeah. not great or, or we'll try it and it's really good and we, we add it to the rotation I tried I saw from Twitter it's the best thing in life <laughs> so there you go it's the best thing in life I there you go sometimes you learn you learn these things and it always gets better with time so don't worry about it too much. Just keep practicing and, and eventually you'll get there. I think definitely a key thing, obviously, takeaway is, um, is being selfless in sex. I think if both parties focus and think about pleasing the other partner, I think things should be a whole lot easier and smoother. Yeah, obviously, but the that thing doesn't is... Caveat, that doesn't caveat the first experience because we already established your first few times is going to hurt. But within your first year, for example, if you focus on me, I focus on you, essentially, both parties should should be happy. Yeah, but the thing is that most men are not conditioned to think like that. The church tells women, them. like most of the time, it's women carrying that mental burden of, oh, I need to please my husband, I need to make sure I'm having sex. And it's a bit unbalanced. And that sure also causes lingerie. a lot of problems because mm. then mentally you're carrying all this mental load. And sometimes the guy's like, forget all that lingerie. At the end of the day, the sex is still sex, whether it's lingerie or no lingerie. No, but look. Whilst I agree with you, the lingerie works, man. Yeah, it does. Sometimes, don't get me sometimes wrong, it does. walk around the house in yeah, lingerie. Yeah, sometimes it really, really why does. Why are you wearing baggy trousers? I'm not denying that. But also, sometimes, like it's it. Every time you have sex, it doesn't need to be a song and dance or a whole romantic experience. Sometimes it's a quickie in the morning. I hear it, man. Sometimes quickie, sometimes dinner, sometimes exactly. dessert. Exactly. So quickie in the morning is I'm a pattern. I'm just saying, though. like for women, <laughs> I'm just saying for women, like a lot of the like try and ease the pressure off yourself because a lot of the time it's the woman carrying that mental burden and men aren't. This is why we have to change it, man. So men carry the load, carry the burden, <laughs> and I think obviously if if we highlight men, if men think more about pleasing a woman, we'll probably improve. And I think a lot of men probably aren't thinking about whether their wives enjoy it. Whereas I think you probably do need to flip the script a bit and think, right, is my wife actually enjoying the sex that's occurring right now? The start, the start of eighty percent of women don't come for penetration. Like, man, do we got to do something about that, man? Yeah, but some, it's not necessarily like a guy can do what they want all they like. The, the woman woman might not necessarily come from penetration because, like I said, it's like a need to her, but what she wants is, is clitoral stimulation. But she can have that as well. Well, yeah, we, I, was just, I was just about to say you can do away. both. Or, no, but you can penetrate while doing both. Come on, Ori, give the tea, bro. <laughs> give so the nuggets. If, if, if your wife is somebody that doesn't um, come from penetration but then you're penetrating and giving her clitoral stimulation mm. and then she comes. That's that's technically coming from penetration, but it's not the penetration that made her come. It's the, it's the stimulation. Mm. But anyway... It's cheating, but I, I do hear you. It's, it's not great... cheating, though, because if she's somebody that doesn't come from penetration, you can do all the rotation you want. It might not necessarily make a difference. No, that's you could be true. swinging that's from not, the chandeliers no, upside true. down that's doing not, rotation. She, is, she ain't going to come. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Remember, how what, do you okay, know? Because what, one thing is why, not going to be the same for every single woman. Why does a woman, why does a woman come from clitoral stimulation? Why? 
Because that's where the nerves are. Yeah, the exactly. reason that men so a man come, yeah, but it's can like, hit the for nerve, example, this in this podcast that I was listening to, the woman was saying, yeah, that penetration for a woman is equivalent to like juggling a man's walls. In her opinion, yes. No, she wasn't <laughs> saying her in opinion. her opinion. She was saying that she physiologically, like guys will come from penetration generally, yeah. but physiologically, mm. a woman coming like but very a woman can like, come not, from penetration. As, they can, but not. For example, if you're a woman that doesn't and you've tried yeah, everything, and you're now, she hasn't tried everything. No, but this is what I'm saying. This conversation is just want to make because that woman was already saying that she's feeling down and I'm not this isn't we're not really talking about that yeah this that, is I'm speaking dilemma. in general but generally but these are the kind of conversations that then will make women think am I having dead sex or no, am I having rubbish right. sex let's free the realness some women are having mini sex some women are having let's be honest but that's another sensitive thing that we as Christians don't talk about is that like if if a woman hasn't experienced orgasm before, she might be thinking, "What am I doing it wrong?" And you can spend no, if, years. Do you know how many woman, people? How many woman, women haven't orgasmed before? Yeah, but that's not because the woman's doing something wrong. That's not. It's not down to the woman. So well, you've got no, your mindset no, hooked on women. No, but it's, it's not, not the down woman. To the woman. But then she's gonna be thinking, "What am I doing?" Why would she think she's doing something wrong? Because she hasn't orgasmed. No, because that's she might be like, "What's what's wrong? Like, how do I get there?" And it might be this like she's why... enjoying the sex, but she just hasn't. It might not necessarily be because she could be having good sex. Like she might be enjoying the sex. This is fine, but we go to the next level by having orgasm. Done it yet. Like we said, you can have good sex without orgasming. We know that the goal. Well, we know that some people can still enjoy sex without orgasm. However, we know that a woman's a woman's goal. Well, some woman's goal would naturally be to orgasm, but because a woman doesn't orgasm from penetration, it doesn't mean you are banned. Like, why did God create you to be the person that but can't what orgasm? What I'm saying is, <laughs> but you're always into the territory saying, "Oh yeah," but that's what I'm saying. Not everyone can. Not yet. Well, I don't know. I, I'm hearing the streets are telling me that this is just physiological. Like if some you, people can that way, and some people can't. If you told me not all women can squirt, I would say yeah, I agree with that. That one I agree with. But well, that one I would say I agree with. All that. Whoosh, but even and, and the, but <laughs> let's think about it scientifically. She was saying that the num the, for a woman the reason why it's harder to to come from penetration is because the nerves. Alright, I agree with that. Alright, I agree. Are not as many as the nerves I in the clip. I agree that it's harder. So it's like saying, can you, can all men, will, will a man come from having his his balls juggled? Anyway, <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, we don't need to get into all of this because <laughs> these guys are cracking up. And do you know what? I'm thinking this is not, this is real talk, real walk. It's not. We don't need to do all of this. It's not, I'm not. I'm not a, a sex therapist. <laughs> Juggling the <laughs> balls. <laughs> <laughs> Juggling the balls. Yeah, but I. <laughs> don't I don't tell me. Like, no, free the real kids. No, man, I don't want my kids right out there to that extent. I'm very open, but. but okay, okay, okay. Let's, so let's not talk about you. But, so, no. women, women that come from fingers, why? Yeah, but then it's. Answer probably, the question. Why do they come from fingers? I can't finger? speak for other women but let me you speak can. for myself well I mean because you're educated you've got a persuasion but most people most people don't, I don't believe that most women would come from the actual fingering but it's the clitoral stimulation yeah, that comes fingering. from fingering yeah but no because if someone's like I said there's digital penetration no, that's a, that's versus that, fingering which is actually playing yeah, with fingering. the clit so you're talking about playing with the clit then yeah that, I, I mean it I, is fingering I call that yeah, fingering you're using your fingers yeah, isn't it yeah it is it is whether you're, you're scratching that's fingering whether you're doing a circular motion it's fingering there you go. So, so people will come from fingering, yeah. Why? Because that's the clip where the nerves are the most sensitive. God bless that's you. what I'm saying. Now, though. wait, wait, wait. Now, imagine a man's penis is hitting the nerve endings. Why is she? Why is it gonna make any different? But how? I like but, when Ori goes silent. Because no, <laughs> it means I'm doing something good. Because I'm thinking about it. Because I'm like, let me but tell you, Ori. Let me tell you. And where you're penetrating. 
Like, let me tell how you. How can you do both? Let me educate you small. So you don't need to finger and put the pennies at the same time. It's a great experience for the woman. Trust me, I hear it. However, if a woman, if a man, if a man puts a woman in a certain position yeah, where true, his penis hits the nerve endings, whoosh, that's do you true. Know what I mean, so I think that's where it comes <laughs> down to the positions. For yeah, example, for example, yeah. True, let that. me bust you small, yeah. Because you were just saying penetration. That's why I was getting confused. Because I'm like, how are you penetrating? That's because you think, no, no, just penetration. Not, not the. No, yeah, but that's because that's what you're used to. Because of the angle. Bingo! Then, now you're the my angle, wave. But it's the clit still that's being stimulated. Either yeah, I'm way. I'm not disputing that. All I'm just okay, all I'm saying is you're coming from penetration. Because I was thinking how. Okay, All I'm saying is you're coming from yeah, the penis inside the pussy. Yeah, but the is being stimulated. Bingo. So it's about the angle. Okay, I get it. Bingo. Now I'm in agreement. But then I was like, no, because penetration alone, that's why I was confused. But, but penetration I, I alone is about, just the penis in the pussy. Yeah, but I wasn't thinking about angles and glitz and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that you makes sense. Okay, now it makes sense. For example, that does make sense. missionary might not work for yeah, your clip. Yeah, that does make sense. Or, exactly or, or doggy might not work for yeah, your clip. Yeah, exactly what you're However... Leg punch shoulder might work yeah, for you. Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Collapse doggy might work for you, which yeah, is the best position ever I in life, exactly by the way. And I found out from Twitter. But anyway. <laughs> you never... Anyway. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that one, I'll be honest. That, that, that one I learned from Twitter. And I tried it. I said, Jesus, I could have a baby at this moment in time. It's deep. It's deep. Captain, you get married, bro. <laughs> Take time, bro. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously, certain position might not work. One that does work for women, a lot of women, from what I've heard from podcasters or whatever, if a woman's riding, she can do whatever she wants because she's in she full can, control. You're in full control. But their riding is also really hard work. A lot of women don't like to ride. I hear that. And I, I speak hear that. for those sisters. I hear you, lad. Like, I hear that. But you might, obviously, if, you're, if the first position is Ooh, I wouldn't start like that, that anyway. That well. I was about to say, <laughs> if your first position is riding, then yeah, you're, you're long. 100% However, if you've done three, four, five positions <laughs> yeah, before then, but and then you ride. you like two minutes and then switch it again because people don't like riding anyway. No, but from, from your riding, you might be able to get your coming from there. Because yeah, you've done, maybe. You've no, done I do other positions prior. It's a good way for the woman to control how, yeah, yeah I Because you that. could do the angles and all yeah, that sort of stuff. You're true. in full control. You, you know yourself what you need to do for the clip to be touched in a way that makes you happy. That's true. And then bing. I was going to say whilst we're here, before <laughs> we really we close, giving scientific lessons today, boy. We have to, man. The people need to be helped. <laughs> I think, yeah, this is a personal opinion. I think when a man and when the husband and wife do have sex, certain positions should... Doggy is not the position you should go to, first of yeah, all. Yeah, that's another opinion. thing. When you, If you're a virgin, I think <laughs> there's, that certain, one there's is certain rough. positions that you should probably save yeah. until you've kind of stretched yourself out a little bit and been doing it for a, a little while. So later on, later on in much. marriage, yeah, I agree. It if you want to do doggy, first of all, I agree. don't get me wrong, I know you, you're roasting sometimes, you're horny as hell. I agree. Go straight into doggy that. because that's the way you want the action, that's when you want the thrusting. Fair enough, no I agree problem. With that. But I think when you first get married, just be doing missionary. See now, see yeah. now that's what the church talk about. Do what the church is telling us to do. <laughs> do the missionary. Just do this book standard. Don't but get... there's even variations of missionary that are not just simply missionary. Then they kind of like work True. their ways up. So that's how you can get 365 sex positions yeah. just by changing, changing the leg. To decide, yeah, yeah, putting the leg somewhere. Leg this side, that side. Yeah, it all makes a difference. And I think them them things kind of help, and they might. It doesn't cover the issue. The issue's still going to be that's already said in the first minute. But at least <laughs> it might makes things easier for your first few times, your first week, your first months or whatever, just by starting off with the most basic positions that the church are teaching us in our marriage counselling or whatever. But I think just coming straight and, and you're, ma- you're a man, you're trying to do doggy because you know that's what your pennies likes. 
my guy, you're failing your wife <laughs> miserably. And I think it's probably it's probably a good way to close is understanding that men, we really do need to be selfless. We Amen. really do need to think Speak about to pleasing. Your we need to be thinking about pleasing our wives. Because one thing, for, part of the reason, if a man pleases his wife, I think he's going to have the best sexual experience ever. If you please your wife well and your wife is satisfied, the experience that you're going to have in that place in your house is going to be second to none. Because I think once a woman once a woman is pleased, she just turns into something else, bro. It's like she just <laughs> merges in, in into something. So I think it's definitely important for a man to obviously think about pleasing his wife. Not just, you know, she can turn into your personal prostitute. Not so <laughs> not so she can turn into your personal hole or whatever. But obviously, mainly because you want her to be happy, you want her to be pleased. She will return the favour, absolutely, but focus on obviously pleasing pleasing your wife and she'll be happy. I think then we'll have less issues of couples having bad sex or um it'll be less painful and stuff like that and like or i said earlier there's things like lubrication and all them things that kind of help when it comes to sex women have sex with their minds and i don't yeah, mean that physically that, yeah. but as in mentally do you know what i mean a man could be having sex with his wife and his wife is thinking about the fact that he needs to take his daughter to nursery <laughs> the next day she's That's got to cook dinner true, for the rest yeah. of the week so at this moment in time a man could obviously stop and ensure that his woman is mentally prepared by doing certain things beforehand for example, and I mentioned sexting earlier. Yeah, if a man's sexting his wife, what? Their thing will start opening. The, the, as soon as you get home from work, she'll be but in a row, bro. I don't necessarily think that it means that she's going to be wet. Look, if anybody wants to go in deeper with my view, <laughs> shout me. I'm giving my view. I don't come here saying what you should do, what you shouldn't do. True, but anyway, I, I've given my own view to you. I give my view, and this is what works for me and my household. <laughs> Mid, mid-sex, if for some reason, you know, my wife may not, may dry up a little bit, we have to resort to the mm-hmm. loop, unfortunately or fortunately, however we look at it. But for me, I just think uh, my focus is always how can I make my wife as well as possible and how can I meet a need as much as possible. Which should always be the focus for all men. We can wrap up on that. <laughs> right, guys, thank you for listening. Really do appreciate it. If you've got any feedback, by all means, let us know. If you've got any questions or anything you want to dig in deeper, by all means, let us know, man. Road to Real Walk family, we're signing out. Sit back and relax, tell me what's on your mind